So hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Wild Wasteland. As always, I am Dean Maldonado, and with me is the uh, flabbergasted Michael Johnson. What's going on? Uh, not much. We are just talking about fairies. Yeah, we were talking about fairies and uh, the library, which is a magical place that nobody ever goes to. It, yeah, you were trying to look for fairies in a place that nobody goes to, and you couldn't find fairies, and now, like... Honestly, that's the best place to find fairies. Is like undisturbed places where there's only homeless people sleeping. Only homeless so, you know, people sleeping under, and masturbating. Under bridges, libraries, 7-Elevens, subway, 24-hour subways in 3 yeah. in the morning. Um, the red line, yeah. Yeah. Any car of the red line. Oh, my God. So many cars in the red line. Just homeless apartments. I would do the blue line. Cheap rent, it's too. A little bit fancier. Is the blue line 24 hours? I don't even know. Has to be. Should be. It, it goes, goes to the airport. It goes the airport. Yeah. Um, but so I found a very large section on witches. Oh, we're talking about witches? Yeah. You know what I always say? Hmm. Witches get stitches. Oh, God. Can we please cut that terrible joke? I'm going to say it twice. I might say it a third time. You know what I always say? Witches, they get stitches, huh? Just like snitches, bitches. Oh. All right, so let's actually talk about witchcraft. And What's witches. the deal with witches? <laughs> Do they cast magic? Do they not cast magic? Do they have two slices of bread? Uh, so most people who are interested in witchcraft, you know, like... Uh, are nerds like you and me? Well, cause, no, because when I brought this up to you, you went on a fucking, like, 30-minute phone rant about these, like, these women today who who say they're Wiccans yeah. and they, they do their spiritual rites and you yeah. think it's all just for attention. Yeah, yeah, it's, of course, that's what everyone on Instagram... There's, like, 85 million Wiccans now on Instagram. Yeah, well, it's because... Really, the majority of people who know about witches, they know about it from pop culture. Yeah, you know, and that's uh, all they know it from, and they I don't mean, we think got, that they're interesting. We got what? We got Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Pretty cool show. We got uh, Wizards of Waverly Place. Never seen we it. We got uh, Harry Potter. You know this all off your head. We got you, the Blair he's not Witch Project. At anything. We that, got- uh, That was a pretty good movie. We got that indie film from two years ago, The Witch. Oh, The Vavitch? Yeah, The Vavitch, The, yeah. the Witch. Uh, we have. Wait, I was kind of confused. Was the goat the devil the whole time? Yeah, he was. Oh, okay. Yeah, the the goat was the devil the whole time. If you watch the movie again, it's oh, spoiler, still spoiler. it still won't tell you. It's like don't worry. You watch the goat. You you, you watch the goat. Watch the goat the whole movie. It will ruin the whole thing for you because you're just gonna be staring at a goat for the entirety of the movie. There was also um, heredity. heredity, heredity. Oh, don't tell me about that. It's on my next to watch. The, well, it deals with witchcraft. Okay, okay, okay. I'm down. I'm with not witchcraft. gonna spoil anything else. It's a very good movie. Anyone listening, if you're a horror fan, and then, the best movie of 2018 or 2017, I forget okay. when it came out. Okay, I mean, I'm down. I'm about to watch it probably tonight. But um, and then you also have uh, you know, the the less white witchcraft like oh. voodoo. The voodoo. The voodoo, which is there's a wonderful movie on voodoo called um. The Serpent and the Rainbow. This is on Vudu. Yeah, it's on Vudu. Uh, this is like a new streaming service. No, no, no. It was a, it was a, it was a movie with um. What's the name of the guy who plays Harvey Dent? Oh, 
I can never remember his name because he looks so much like Dennis Quaid, and he's not Dennis Quaid. Oh, are you talking? Wait, are you talking about the uh, the twenty two thousand seven Harvey Dent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's the twenty eleven Harvey Dent, but yeah. Yeah, I thought you're for a second. I thought you're not like the not like the the old Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, Tim Burton. (laughs) Yeah, no, not Tommy Lee Jones. I can remember his name. Yeah, he, um, uh, he, he that was. I think that was um, the guy that played Lando Carissian from Star Star Wars. He played Harvey Dent in the Tim Burton. Yeah, you're entirely Batman. incorrect. But uh, but either way, um, basically he's he's a reporter who's ta- who's who's going down to find out about voodoo in Louisiana, and there's this, oh like, Harvey Harvey Dent. There's like there's like a dust okay. that um. They like call it like a zombie dust, and like they like blow it in your face, and you die. Oh, like your body shows all signs of death. So for like forty eight hours, it just makes you comatose. Oh, and I thought so, you said come makes you come. No, nah, it makes you comatose. And <laughs> for so people like hours just coming. Well, like, people kept like wake like the they kept all finding the real bodies. all the real voodoo dust. The, yeah, they, um, they kept finding bodies with like people who's like. Fingernails were just like, and fingers were just like ground down to a yeah. bone because they would wake up from this dust and they're in a fucking coffin buried in the ground. Oh man, that's scary. You know they really have that dust down in uh, I forget where, but like yeah, it's it's it gr- makes you into a zombie. It's made out of uh, uh, bone dust from humans, I think. Well, right? so that's what the voodoo dust is. I think what you're thinking of with the zombie dust, because uh, I remember watching a uh, it was a like in depth. Uh, some weird TNT show, you know. Yeah. They have so many stupid shows, but it was on yeah. the uh, it was on the, the zombies of Mexico, and there's a very rampant, very addictive drug down there yeah. that is effectively uh, taking horse tranquilizer and you put it in like a microwave, and you scrape up the uh, the crystals, and then they smoke those crystals, and they like these people just kind of like stand around. Just like swaying back and just forth, just waiting for someone to come by and say, "Hey, you want to work in my field for me?" And he's like, "Anything." Yeah, and yeah, they just like will go with anything. They'll do anything. They'll get like they get like hit by cars all the time and shit like that. That stuff's crazy. Yeah, but I, I heard it was a dust that they bl- they could blow into your face, and I was thinking like, hmm, if I was ever gonna do anything evil, I'd definitely want like just a plane. Like <laughs> everyone's like. Contrails, the chemtrails, those aren't real. I'm like, oh yeah, I <laughs> just fly over a whole city. Just dumping zombie dust, making everybody just my slave. That'd be insane. Like, if I were a supervillain, though, what I would do is I would use the. Uh, are you gonna be bald supervillain or like what? Do you, what? What are you gonna look like? You I gonna would, have an eye patch? You gotta have an eye patch. I would do eye patch with like a scar protruding from it. Okay, that's that's pretty solid. That's pretty um, solid. Like, is like, your eye fucked up or gone or like you, you never know? No one ever knows. Oh, okay, they never get to see it. But if yeah. they did, they would find out that it's just makeup. Oh, <laughs> you're a dick. <laughs> I'm such a dick. That's uh, <laughs> what I would do is I would honestly. Uh, Get a steal a bunch of scientists from uh, from from around the world and fig- get them to figure out a way to uh, utilize the electromagnetic bands of the Earth. Oh, to make okay. an Earth-wide EMP. Oh, and just and oh. threaten the planet with an electromagnetic pulse. Oh, that's escape from LA you, to fry that, all yeah. electronics in the entire world because our entire world is sustained on electronics right now. All of the money in the world is electronic. And so if they don't pay me what I need, boom, yeah. goodbye technology. Yeah, 
You just stole the ending of Escape from L.A. when Snake Plissken. The you know what sucks is I still have not seen that movie. And like, he's the inspiration to uh, to to Snake from Metal Gear Solid. And like, he's uh, he's having a conversation with the president. And they're like, "All right, Snake, hand over the uh, the EMP that would destroy the whole world, or else you know we'll kill you." And he's like, "Yeah, welcome to the Middle Ages." And he just clicks it, and everything Ooh. is. Just like technology is gone. He's just like, fuck you guys. I hate everybody anyway. That's pretty sick. And he was the hero. He was the hero from the movie. <laughs> and he had an eye patch. Well, I got to watch it then. Yeah. I'll, I'll watch that and Heredity tonight. It's going to be a long night. Uh, that's, a, that's, a weird, that's a weird mix. It, it is, <laughs> you but like... you know what? It's better than um, normally I like to pair a, a horror movie with a comedy. My favorite is to watch. Oh. Uh, Eddie Murphy's Nutty Professor after okay. almost any con- after almost any horror movie. All right, yeah, that's an awful movie. I don't know why you would do that. It's a fantastic movie. However, watching I, two uh, horror movies and, and <laughs> after I, a row, there was one time I paired uh, the Blob with Flubber. And I was, it didn't I was, go so well. I was just about to say Flubber. That's really weird. Yeah. Like honestly, like I was thinking Flubber. It's a great movie. However, you and, can watch. You can you can do the 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 little trick of. You know, watching both movies to kind of calm your mind down before you go okay. to sleep by watching one movie, and that is Gremlins, because that's a comedy and a horror movie. Yeah, it's got it's got certain aspects of comedy, most but a little bit of horror too, like that whole kitchen scene where well, the that, mom almost gets murdered. Like well, that, that was pretty or like intense. when they when they when they do like a when they do like a sweeping shot of all like the actual Gremlins like just wreaking havoc. Yeah, they they're doing some fucked up shit. Yeah, they're like they're like raping other gremlins. They're like they're like attacking people. They're like killing children. Yeah, and people thought Chucky was bad, you know. But so let's get back to witches, right? Yeah, fuck all this bullshit. Um, We're getting into some serious stuff today. Witches, the Viviches, what's yeah. going on now? So if you, it, it's weird because if you go to any kind of bookstore now and you look for uh, witchcraft books, they're all going to be in the in the uh, section called Mind, Body, and Spirit. Oh my god! See, this is what I'm saying because it's kind of gotten wrapped in with this like spirituality, spirituality. like ruining. Then why does spirituality always have to ruin everything? You know, like I imagine Christianity was really cool up until like everyone's like, well, let's make it spiritual. Yeah, I don't yeah, think it holy was ever cool. I think it started with that whole thing. It started with know. like, a, hey, we're gonna be dweebs, <laughs> and like we can only go downhill from here. So let's just like, what, what about if like 400 years we just like walk around the world and just like kill people because they don't believe in us? Dude, that's fucking brutal. I like we'll just that. We're all red and send the Spanish. Nobody can hate the Spanish. Um, <laughs> Get so, those fucking chest rippers, bro. Surprise, surprise! Most everybody uh, when they talk about witchcraft, they combine rote knowledge of random. Myths and legends with facts and fears, and that's really what they believe is what real witchcraft is. Yeah, like, and it's like, not. When I think of a witch, I think of a cauldron. You know, I think of the pointy hat, uh, like long nose, um, buckle on the hat. You gotta like have an a buckle. Old lady, like an old lady that doesn't exist anymore, but you know she's looking in her in her cauldron like. <laughs> Bubble, bubble, toil and trouble. Well, so that's very interesting you bring that up because that um, Macbeth. Well, because a lot of uh, the, so a lot of the idea of like oh these massive witch trials they're all blown out of proportion. Yeah. Um, they were very selective, but majority of the time, if you look at the breakdown of who was actually killed 
by public like witch trial. Mm-hmm. It was mostly um, older widows, older spinsters. Um, oh, that's kind of sad. Yeah, it's old women who live by themselves, no. and and honestly, in my in my educated brain, I think, well, if you look at it back then, it was most likely. So so really, a lot of it kind of started going downhill when the European courts abolished this certain principle called talion, uh, which put. Which which made the accusers face serious penalties if their allegations could not be proven. Wait, did you just say snitches don't get stitches? No, it's it's kind of like the snitches get stitches if they can't prove it, and then they abolished that. And so after that, people couldn't really get stitches for snitching. See, that's what I'm saying. And so no snitches for for uh, so, no stitches for snitches makes witches. Precisely, precisely, because oh, then people That's... could be like, "Oh, hey, they're 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 practicing witchcraft, which is very hard to prove." Yeah, and yeah, it's um, like, I saw her making a cocktail. Yeah, it's like, what? How good was it? It's kind of overpriced. She's a witch. She's a witch. She was speaking her mind. Alchemy. And that's the big alone. thing is that like a lot of uh, the witch trials and the descriptions and like historical thinkers on witches were super sexist. Oh, yeah. So like a lot of it is like women are impure. Women are born to be witches. Yeah. And once they lose their virginity, they are cut off from their magical being self that they can tap into through their virginity blood. Yeah. Like they're super weird about it cuz yeah. they just don't really understand how how women work. Yeah. They're like what bleeds and doesn't die must be magical. Like okay, all right, all right, man. Um, but cool. it's not the other. The other idea was that it was some big pagan sex cult. Yes, that was this driven is, underground by Christians, and yeah. that was not true at all. That was not true. Talk to Anton Lavey. It was all about. It was all about sex, baby. Yeah, that's what all this weird shit's always about. Getting some sex. Well, so, so there were a lot of different. Um, I guess you could say reasons for people to. Blame others as being witches. Yeah. Uh, a lot of it started in the 16th century, which was okay. originally people thought it was like a Middle Ages thing. It actually turns out they found out in like the 1530s that the majority of the documents that were showing witch trials and burnings that were earlier than that were falsified documents basically to make the people of the time believe that what they were doing was not a new was not a new thing. Oh wow. Falsifying history. You, sounds familiar, Obama. <laughs> All right, you right-wing fuck. <laughs> uh, and so it's it was very selective. It was very uh it was really they went after women who really didn't live under a man's control. Oh, all the single ladies. Which is also yeah, why oh. it's becoming a lot more popular. Now, and it also got a big boost in the 1970s because of women empowerment movements. Yeah. A lot of time they do gravitate towards the more Wiccan ideologies, the more witch type ideologies. Okay. Because they do promote women being just as strong, if not more necessary, than men on the planet. Okay. And much All more right. connected to like the Mother Earth and things like that. Um, so, like true satanic Bible stuff. Well, so that's the interesting thing, right? Is that. By like the end of the six of the sixteenth century was when they started to actually kind of like 
correlate those two mm-hmm. and be like, oh, they are demonic and they're selling themselves to Satan for demonic powers. Like that was all hearsay. Yeah. All of it is hearsay. And the the crazy thing is that so there was like there's a there's a time that people that meteorologists considered the little ice age uh in the middle of the 1500s. They went to like almost the end of the 1500s, so almost like a couple hundred years of these insane swings of like arctic winters and like brutally hot summers causing a lot of floods and uh glacial moving. And so people blamed that on witches. Of course. They're like, oh, my crops haven't come in because it's too hot of a summer. It was too cold of a winter. Fucking witches, dude. It's the witches having their way because they were mad that we went after this woman. So let's take out the rest of them and then we'll get rid of all of it. Like, Yeah, that'll fix it. Exactly. Um, too much sex going on. I'm not getting anything. <laughs> and my crops broke. What the fuck? But so that was a lot of the reason for uh, for a lot of the, the, the witchcraft blaming and also the plague oh the plague was around the same time and so they they you know they claimed that certain people brought the plague or cursed the town with the plague and they would try and blame a specific person so they could feel that they got their you know comeuppance that these people gave them justice really it was the chinese um now so there there's a lot of it in folklore um but a lot of folklore is also used to um, just be kind of like teaching tools for children, you know? Like in Germany, a lot... Sorry, in in, uh, Scotland and Ireland, a lot of the folklore about these uh, things called river dogs that would... that They live in different rivers, and they would... If, like, children were out at night near the river, they would, like, jump up, grab them, and bring them in. Yeah. And that was just... A lot of these fairy tales and a lot of these things about people, about, like, children getting eaten by so-and-so over here is, like, mm-hmm. just trying to scare the kids enough to make them not hang out by the river in the middle of the night when there could be a random swell of water that could wa- wash them away. Oh, I thought you were supposed to say, I thought you were going to say alligators. No, it, it, like no alligators not, not in Scotland. Snapping but like, you never know, like, there was snakes. And... But, that's, but that's the thing is, like, a lot of it was just kind of, like, trying to warn people and so to warn them, they used fear, and the best way to scare someone is to give them an image they can have in their mind. Yeah. By telling a very good story. So. Old women on broomsticks. In in that case, we I would like to tell you about uh, two specific witches of America. Okay. All right. We're getting to America now. We're just in Scotland or Ireland or something. But we're flying through this. Now, I don't want to... Uh, Really, even touch on the Salem witch trials because there's no notable witches that came from it. There's that one dude. There's a lot of reasons that people believe the Salem witch trials happened. Like, there's literally seven different reasons. Um, yeah. One of them including like tainted water. Another one including famine. Another. Uh, there's a lot. We only did two. Yeah. Five more. I was giving you examples. I'm not giving you the list. I want. I want another. I'm list. not giving you the list. This is the top seven reasons why the Salem witch trial actually happened. Number three, Michael Johnson's mother was a whore. Whoa, Jesus Christ! <laughs> what? That... Sorry, that was number three. I was reading the list. That one would uh, make you. Sad. It wasn't you. You're oh. not the first Michael Johnson in history. That's true. Did you think you were? Well, I know that I'm the second one because the, the first one's a runner. Yeah, exactly. 
and right. his mother was a whore. <laughs> Which is what started the entire state of the witch trials, obviously. Yeah. I didn't mean to offend you by proxy, Mr. Think, Everyone with my name is me. Yeah, I think like uh, that's why he just runs so fast. He's just constantly trying to run away from his mom being a whore and causing the Salem witch trial. And no and that knowledge. Yeah. He's can't like run I away just from knowledge. I just have to run. If my feet don't stop moving, they can't catch me. Um, so one of them, because we do uh, record in Chicago. Oh, wow. Is there one in Chicago? No, it's it's really oh. close. It is rather close. It's called the Chesterville Witch. Oh. And now this is a pretty classic American witch story. Okay. Uh, so Chesterville is a, such a small town that it's not even listed on maps anymore. Wow. Um, it's part of the Amish country in the middle of Illinois. And right outside their little electricity-free zone, you can oh. find their cemetery. And in the cemetery lies a grave that has on it Chesterville Witch. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. What's now, her name? no one remembers. Oh. So she was an outspoken young woman uh, who really pushed against the religion that was forced upon her and the way of life of being Amish. Wait, so um, she's outspoken. She's she. They have like the whole story, but they don't have her name. Yeah, she was banished by the church. Oh, and then after that, she was banished. Uh, because when they banish you from the church, you have to leave the town. Oh, what the fuck? So then I rumors like the rumors spread that she uh, became a servant of the devil. Yeah, and that she had become a witch. Yeah, and that she was cursing people. Yeah, and uh, they actually a, a a good amount of months after that, they found her body in a farmer's field, which. As you and I discussed earlier, I don't think there's any foul play involved, honestly, mainly because it's a farmer's field. What's going on with this farmer? Why'd he put her why'd he put her body in a field? She was banished in like a nightgown with no shoes in the middle of like just saying. the summer. As soon as it turns to winter, she's done, you know? Just saying. Uh, but so no one could remember her name. So they uh, just buried her as the witch. And I think people are just being dicks. I can remember names from like twenty years ago. So they so they buried her and they planted a tree on the grave. Oh, what what the fuck? And the tree uh was placed there to be a trap so that her spirit could not escape that kind of cell that the roots of the tree make. Yeah. And so they're worried they were worried that if the tree was ever cut down, her soul would escape and seek revenge. And so they actually Jeez, put like fucking a f- this woman in, in life and death. What they the fuck? like they like put a fence around it so that people oh can't get God. near the tree. But you know, a lot of people say, and a lot of passersby to this day will say that when they go past the cemetery at certain times, they see a young woman standing on the grave in front of the tree. Oh, and like there are other people surrounding her sometimes, and other times yeah. there are there's just her, and like there's a lot of. Uh, quotes and notations of her being spotted, which is pretty cool to me. Yeah, maybe she was doing a show, though, or something. She could have been. Maybe she was entertaining and having a tea time. People keep interrupting. Yeah, or maybe, just maybe, I'm just saying, I'm just saying this, uh, maybe it's just a bunch of weirdos on Instagram saying, like, oh, let me go take a picture with the Wiccan on the witch. I'm a Wiccan on the witch. She got murdered because of her beliefs. All right, so let's talk about Arguably the most famous witch in all of America. Wait, we're done with the Chester nut? Yeah, there's not much on her. That that literally that entire story is the majority of stories of like if there's a small town with a witch, that is basically the story. It was a woman who was very outspoken, got excommunicated, yeah, died, no one remembered who she was, 
And so they were like, oh, she's a witch. And they blame her for all of the town's troubles for the next ever. Okay, that so that was the same story for the white witch of N- N- Nougat, Nougat Town, Nebraska, and the... That's Nugget. Nugget, right. And the, also the witch of Louisville, Massachusetts. Yeah, there is no Louisville, Massachusetts. But not good anymore. Good it was trying. on. It was on the map. If we can't <laughs> find it, any, like Chester Nut, not on the map anymore. It's not on GPS. It's just gone. It's just. Yeah. A, it's just a lost city. You you need a a horse, buggy, and carriage to find it because. Uh, and you go through a special little garden wall, and you're yeah. inside their little communita. Okay, this isn't the fucking Chronicles of Narnia. Okay. All right, let's what? talk about the Bell Witch then. So this oh, is, Bell this Witch. Is one called the Bell Witch. Taco Bell Witch, baby. Now this. This took place in a sleepy little town called Adams. Okay, Adams. All right. Now, Adams is just north of Nashville, and uh, it gained fame by a haunting that took place in the 1700s. Okay. Now, the spirit, or the witch, still haunts the descendants to this day. Nashville? Tennessee? No, Adams, Adams, Tennessee? Adams, yeah. I got. I ain't never heard a damn thing. Now the reason that I say spirit is because the the Bell family themselves actually never called it a witch. Oh. All of the uh, the neighbors started proclaiming it as the Bell witch, mm. but the Bell family called it the voice or the spirit or the entity. That sounds like Amityville horror. And uh, because the thing is that it the the strange thing about it is that it would speak to them and like everyone could hear the voice. Oh, what did it say? Well, the first time when they asked, what are you? Who are you? It responded saying, I am a spirit and I have been disturbed. I have been here for millions of years. All right. Okay, buddy. Now, uh, one of the, uh, one of John Bell. So, so, so John Bell and his daughter, Betsy were the ones who were primarily attacked by the spirit. And this all started, sorry, I'm so sorry, I said 1700s. It's actually 1817 is when they started being attacked by the spirit. Because I was about to say. 1817. I don't think anyone lived here at 1700s. Well, <laughs> Very, people did live here. But yeah, but not, not, not ones that we have history of. Yeah, yeah not white people. Uh, and so primarily with John, John started to have very bad health issues, Um there were times where he would go to put on his shoes and his shoes would like his left shoe would be on, he was put on his right one, and the left one would fly off his foot and across the room. Maybe he was drunk. Uh and then when he would go to get it, it would like fly across the rest of the room, like Maybe his shoes drunk. And then also uh Betsy would be like pinched and slapped and Ooh. have her hair torn out or have her hair like Tied around a bedpost in the middle of the night. Oh my god! Maybe um, she was just into some kinky shit. And when when visitors would come to see what all the hubbub was about, yeah. they would ex- they would experience very similar things to John and Betsy. Um, their shoes were flying around. No, they would get like attacked in the middle oh. of the night. Like their their covers would get pulled off, or like something would like punch them. <laughs> like it's it's crazy. Uh, you don't think Betsy was just like maybe she was like just a little crazy, just going around punching people in the middle of the night? No. Oh. Okay. So uh, this the the spirit nor would would show up as either like a wolf, okay, or a, sometimes it was a turkey. If sometimes, you would have said a pig with red eyes, I would have shit my pants. Sometimes it was a it was a little girl on a swing, who when you would approach her, yeah, she would disappear. 
It's like a cheesy um, eighty, like a shitty horror movie from the two thousands. Well, this this story is like, I mean, it basically is like Amityville horror, like Exorcism of Emily Rose, kind yeah. of like the shit that happened to them was is perfect for Hollywood. That's why there's about eight separate movies about this exact witch. Oh, there's a Bell Witch horror movie. There's a bunch. Um, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I've so, never heard these. One of John Bell's sons actually was serving in the army with Andrew Jackson. Thank you for your service. Uh, and so he told Andrew Jackson about the fact that he was haunted as a child and their house is still haunted. <laughs> and Andrew Jackson was like, all right, let's see it. And so they went for a weekend at the farm. And now while Andrew Jackson was not personally attacked, uh, he saw what it did to those around him and was quoted saying, uh, quote, I would rather face the whole of the British army than face the Bell Witch again. Wow. Yeah. So this thing was fucking malevolent. Um, so then that's why we have Revolutionary War Part 2. <laughs> Bell so, Witch is on our side. Yeah. Yeah. So, so John actually eventually... Um, when I was when I was hearing his symptoms, it sounded kind of like lockjaw. Okay. Because basically he wouldn't be able to speak, and it kind of looked as though like somebody put like a bar in his mouth so he couldn't open or close his mouth, and he just kind of got yeah. stuck like that. And that would happen on and off for about two or three years, until December nineteenth, eighteen twenty. John got very sick, and the doctor was called, and he died. Oh. Well, he was he was about to die. The doctor said it was poison. And so the doctor with the police turned around, was like, questioned the family, and was like, yeah. "Who, who done it? You know? Yeah, who did it?" And all of the people in the house, there are actually three separate um, accounts by three yeah. separate professionals that said that they all heard a voice, the, that exact voice, mm -hmm. the, the the voice of the spirit, say, "I, I killed old John. I fixed his medicine last night to give him a good dose of it, and he will never leave that bed." Oh my God! And the next day, John was dead. Wait, so maybe it was just like a like a, like a record player. I shit you not, John Bell. Yeah, is one of the only people in the entirety of the world where, on his death certificate, it says "ghost of which." I, I had it on here. Something it was, it was death by it. death by spirit. That's oh it. Oh my god! Yeah, he's the only, he's one of the very he's one of the only people that have death by spirit. That's as embarrassing. An actual cause of death. We need some forensic scientists. We need CSI witch on on the CSI Wiccan. So next there season. there are other accounts of the witch from uh, the children from the ch the Bell children's friends. Okay, who would come over? Because initially when the story started leaking about this spirit, yeah. uh, it was labeled as the Bell Angel. Oh, and then, and then, they, then the angel murdered somebody. They're like, that's not a murder. Well, there's an angel. A, there's a handwritten note from one of the, uh, the young son's friends uh, to his mother uh, after staying there for one night. Yeah. And he said, mother, this is no angel. It is a demon. Mother, this is no angel. Um, it's a demon. It's a demon from hell. However, a lot of the uh, a lot of other instances with spirits and witches happen to be found in these. It's a very cavernous region of uh, Tennessee, so there's a lot of caves. Yeah. 
Oh, so you think there's a guy like underneath, like no, I'm but, the spirit, spirit, spirit. No, there's a, there's a lot of a lot of people encounter witches, like that exact witch and other spirits in the caves of that region. Oh man, don't go um, in these caves. Well, because the most popular cave was actually on the Bell family farm, um, and the the children and the dad John Bell used to play in there, and there's letters of them remarking how it felt like some kind of a thing was chasing them while they were mm-hmm. in there, um. And now, to be honest, they do warn people who go down there, like, be careful. Not really exactly because of malevolent spirits and witches, but because yeah. a lot of people are like, oh, let me go down this little path. And they turn a hard right, and they end up in, like, a wolf den, <laughs> you know? And there's, like, four wolves in there. Oh, my know. God. And they so, could be spirits from the house. A, the lot, of, a house. lot of people get, get killed by, by animals uh, oh. accidentally down there. But so the the still to this day the living descendants of John Bell have had actual scares at their own home. Yeah. So uh, the the one grandson that I was watching interviews for, of he uh, he was at his house and he heard his front door fly open and slam closed, which it was locked with like a bar. Oh shit. Um, and then he heard loud footsteps in his hallway that stopped right in front of his room. Oh my god. And so he thought someone was in the house. So he got the gun. Yeah, he did. He grabbed his twenty two, and, and he, he shot himself in the head. No, he he went around the house. He he, he said it in the in the thing. He, said, he went around the house SWAT team style, checking every nook and cranny. Yeah. And it took him a while because there's two staircases, and he went throughout every inch of the house, and there was no one there. Have you ever done this? Well, I had a run in with a ghost once, and I did a very similar thing where I yeah. checked the entire house, and there's not a single person, even though I heard distinct opening and closing of doors footsteps on the stairwell footsteps yeah. in the hallway you know and like the hair on your neck is raising yeah i had a uh, i had I have an attic at my place i don't know if you've ever seen this but it's like an upstairs area to it and uh yeah like me and my roommate were just hanging out one day and then we heard some like footsteps upstairs or something like some commotion upstairs in the attic and we're like what the fuck's going on here what's going on so he grabs like <laughs> A giant knife. I grab a giant knife, and we're like going upstairs to murder whoever is up there. Of course, it was nobody. Yeah, it was a ghost, maybe, or a witch, or maybe an entity, or a creaking pipe. But whatever. There's no pipes in the. Who's putting pipes in the attic? Either way. So, um, now the really crazy one. I actually grabbed the quote from this. I went back, and it took me so long because it's a video. So I had to write down his quote as he was saying it. Oh. Uh, Do some transcribing. But this is the craziest story, so he said, One evening, I got my, my dad and I got a call from my grandma, who had, who had a fright. We went over, and she was still clutching the phone. You could see the fear in her eyes because she hadn't even moved from the spot. Now, she was upstairs and had heard a huge crash, and she came down, and all of her china was on the kitchen floor. Now, her china was in the butler's pantry, inside a locked china cabinet so it had to have opened the cabinet locked cabinet doors and been it looked it had been thrown on the floor but it's it it wound up in the next room over and the craziest thing is that none of the china was broken it was all just scattered all over the floor every last piece of china and this bone china not a single piece broken now that is crazy to me. 
Because literally, if you, if you think of the layout of the house, like, so there's there's the big-ass kitchen, mm-hmm. and you go down a little hallway, and on the right, with a, with a separating wall, is that butler's pantry, which is where the china was. It was as if this, the, the, the witch, because the grandma still lived in the house that was haunted by the witch. She lived in the original house when this happened. Yeah. It's as if the witch had gone in through the cabinet, grabbed all the china, turned around, walked through the wall, and just thrown it in the kitchen yeah. because she's a spirit. It just kind of laid there. It didn't actually have any Maybe force she sunk it. into the floor. It's just it's crazy. Down. Or maybe there's a neighbor kid broke in, started playing with all of her fucking china. She's like, wait, that's from China. Can't just get that. So this is actually, the Bell House is the most studied haunted house in all of America. It's been detailed in over 20 books. And the best, really considered the Bible of the Bell Witch, is by a man named Marvin Ingram. Okay, Marvin. Now, Marvin went to the region about 15, 20 years after this whole thing happened. Yeah. And interviewed a lot of people who not only knew the Bells, they were good friends with the, with the children of the Bells. Um, so he was about one generation removed from the exact incident. He also got his hands on uh, Betsy's younger brother. So Betsy was the one who was, who was tormented. Mm-hmm. Her younger brother wrote a diary okay, um, called The Troubles of My Family that he gave to his son, and his son eventually gave to Ingram, which detailed all of the uh, occurrences. And now it talks about how the occurrences came around. Uh, they started when these uh, animals and other strange-looking beings and strange-looking animals kept coming to the farm yeah. in around 1817. Almost and like now, Skinwalker Ranch. Now John Bell would see them coming and run out and shoot them with his gun. Yeah. And either it would the bullets would just go through them and have no effect, or he would miss and they would just kind of walk off, not really that dazed. But later, uh, the witch would actually kill John for most likely those disturbances. Now, recently, very recently, the two remained descendants of John Bell. Yeah. They got together and they wrote a book um, about kind of a more honest and realistic view of what could have happened to the okay, Bell family. All right, finally some uh, some skepticism. Well, because it's, it's really weird, right? So the Bells, so John Bell, I guess, was from a different part of Tennessee, and he actually had farmland, and he had a lot mm-hmm. of farmland. He was growing tobacco, uh, and he had moved there from Massachusetts because his church, the John River Baptist Church, moved to that town, and he went like all of their people went with them. Yeah, because that's what happens. Uh, he later was actually kicked out and excommunicated from the Baptist Church. Which okay. I didn't know. I didn't all know right. Baptists excommunicated, but I guess they do. Uh, for for usury. This is doing drugs. Usury is actually uh, the lending of money with interest. Which is why oh. back in Venice, like Jews had <laughs> yeah. to be the bankers yeah. because Christians couldn't commit usury and wow. Jews could. That's crazy. Which is literally lending money with interest. Yeah. Um, but people don't know, you know, everything. They don't know what he was in trouble for usury for. They don't know if it could have been, you know, really, it could have been loaning money. It could have been selling slaves. It could have been a couple different things. But because of that excommunication, 
that's when he moved his family from his very successful farming operation to this farm where all the trouble happened. Yeah. And now the 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 spirit or the witch uh, would refer to herself as Kate Batts. Oh. Now, Kate Batts was the woman who uh, John Bell had bought the land from. Okay, wh- now, where was she? She lived in a different town. And that, that that's the biggest issue with people believing that it's actually Kate Batts, like, fucking with them, is that she was alive at the same time. But maybe she was And she was in a different town, and there's multiple accounts from her yeah. saying how, like, there was never any bad blood between them. She really was happy with the sale. She never would have wished any ill upon them. That's a perfect um, cover, though. That's what you want to say. Like, you don't want to be like, yeah, I fucking hated him. But you want to say, just like a lawyer will never tell you that you're going to lose a case, you know? I guess. I think I think she was doing some transportation, like we were talking about a few episodes ago, doing some teleportation, you know, projecting her mind over there and just like, I'm a witch. I'm going to kill you, Joe. Maybe. I hate you. But, um... I the love nice, animals. the nice thing is that uh, they they actually in in the town of Adams they do a they there's a rendition of the Bell Curse that is a play and they put it on every year <laughs> and their attendance has started to skyrocket recently. But okay, maybe we'll go. And we'll have to check it out next time. We're we'll do it. We'll do there. a little tour. We'll stop. Uh, we'll stop off and look at all the Mothman stuff in Ohio, and then we'll travel <laughs> south and look at Bell Farms, and then we'll. We'll we'll do a nice little a nice little jaunt through we'll the woods. We'll do some acid, do some MK Ultra studies. Hell yeah, hell yeah! But so that was our little. Uh, I guess we'll call it a shallow dive into witchcraft. Oh, we, you're already done with Dan Bell. I'm or done with the with, Bell? the with the with the bells. I mean, oh, did you okay. have any questions that I can answer for you? I don't know. I I thought there was more to the story. That was the whole story. Is that you started talking about the two skeptical uh, the, the the most recent family members? Yeah, well, they think that it was really just like it was a kind of a. So they got excommunicated from the church, which tarnished their name, making them have to move, which already put the family in a lot of stress. They're then in a new region and they are now the outsiders in that region from the town. So obviously rumors will swell because they most likely kept to themselves. Yeah. Um. And then they started having all these hauntings, and John Bell's health got worse. Could have been from stress from the excommunication and the loss of a great business and not really knowing what to do with his life and support his family. Um, there's there's a lot of explanation through that, but... What about the voices, though? That was one of the things that no one could ever really explain. Oh. No one can ever... There, there's a lot of aspects of it that can never be explained, which is why it's still, to this day, the most studied haunting in America is because there's so many aspects of it that still really confound experts to this day. Like, um, you know, why Betsy? Uh, He had like three or four children. Why this one? Mm. There's no real reason for it. And there's a lot of around, yeah. And yeah, and and then when the visitors would come, it would the same thing would happen to them. And so there there were there was a lot. There's a lot to dig into, but there's not enough um, physical text that isn't specifically picked to purport the existence of the Bell Witch to really dig into the true depth of the facts of it. If that makes sense. Okay. All right. 
Yeah, I guess like you said, it's a we're dipping the toe a little bit into witchcraft, you know, a few stories, nothing that wild. Yeah, I mean, hey, if we see some positive response, we'll we'll do a deeper dive into witchcraft. I can talk about I would love the Wiccans and the rituals and the ties in with Satanism, and we'll talk about the Satanism and all that stuff. So torture stuff, right? Like uh, the guy with the rocks. Yeah, more, yeah, like the torture stuff. Weight. Yeah. Um, but honestly, thanks for thanks for tuning in to Wild Wasteland. This has been a uh, fantastic little fun little little jaunt through a uh, pretty good pretty good vast amount of history. Yeah, we went through a lot. Yeah, but remember, everyone, uh, witches are still active to this day. So, as yeah. always, stay vigilant and stay wild. Yeah. And please tune in next uh, Wednesday to catch the next Wild Wasteland podcast. Yeah, Wasteland Wednesday. Yeah. That's right. It's a Wild Wednesday, and uh, we love you. Right. Go fuck yourself. God damn it. Every time.